Hello, welcome to For Your Children on 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at For Your Children is to share the truth and love about education. There is a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry will prepare you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I would like to thank Safe Storage, one of our sponsors. If you have storage needs, contact Safe Storage of Columbia, Mount Pleasant, and Hohenwall at safestoragetn.com. That's safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, email, the Borough Pulse, that's B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E dot com, where I'm a monthly contributor. You can find all the articles that I've pinned to date at that website address. And also my new website, freeyourchildren.com. Tell me what's happening in your state regarding education or parental rights. Do you have bills that have been introduced that need attention? If so, contact me at freeyourchildren.com at gmail.com and let me know. One of the many missions of Free Your Children is to make sure that we keep keep parents apprised of what's going on in terms of the right to be able to continue to educate your children as you, you so choose and also in regards to just parental rights, God-given rights. So let me know what's going on in your area. Are you reading your Bible together as a family? If so, let me know what book you're in. Our family is currently in the book of Jeremiah. And then that leads me to our special guest that we have with us tonight. This guest is going to be speaking on a topic that is near and dear to my heart. She is a member of a military family. And of course, if any of you know, that is near and dear to my heart because our family is also a military family. So I want to introduce and tell you a little bit about our guest tonight. Her name is Crystal Nahoff. She is an active duty Army chaplain's wife, mama five, and grandma to six. She began homeschooling over 22 years ago out of frustration with the public school system. She now credits homeschooling with giving her kids the stability they need to thrive in an ever-changing military life. Previously, a child welfare worker with degrees in child development and business administration and, cert- and certified as birth and bereavement doula, Crystal also served as the owner and CEO of Army Wife Network, known now as Mission Mill Spouse, and host of Army Wife Talk Radio, AWTR, until the end of 2019. During her time as AWTR host, Crystal conducted many high-profile interviews, most notably with Mrs. Karen Pence, the second lady of the United States. A prolific writer, Crystal is a contributing author of From Reveille to Retreat, The Journey of a Lifetime, published in 2015 by the U.S. Army and has written for various organizations through which she shares her experiences with faith, homeschooling, military life, and adoption. Crystal hopes the the weekly podcast specifically for homeschool families, homeschool military families, the Military Homeschool Podcast, and enjoys photography and traveling with her family in her spare time, Welcome, Crystal. It's wonderful to have you with us. Oh, thank you, Tiffany. It's great to be here. Could you tell us a little bit about your family's personal homeschool journey? 
Oh, I'd love to. I love talking about this because it's just been such a blessing to our family. We started homeschooling um, back in the year 2000. Um, my two oldest daughters, who were then first and second grade, were coming home from public school, which is was the norm. I didn't know much of anything else other than a private school, mm-hmm. um, but they were coming home from public school with some ideology and just telling me of some things that they were doing in school that just was very new age. It was putting up red flags for me and it just wasn't setting with my faith. Mm -hmm. And, um, then my oldest daughter was being bullied at school by a, a little boy. And I had brought that up to, I started with the teacher and worked my way up. You know, I wasn't trying to shelter her or anything like that, but she would come home with bruises and, um, I brought it to their attention and they just kind of, you know, waved it off as, ah, it's just boys being boys. They tend to be rough. And my oldest daughter was a tomboy. She loved playing with the boys because she loved baseball and just being kind of rowdy, but this was going beyond, uh, in my opinion, the norm. And Mm -hmm. so there were just several things And my youngest daughter, uh, at the time we, we since had more children, um, hated to read. And she was only in first grade and they were sending her home with lots of homework each night. And I was, I was, well, jealous, you Mm -hmm. know, that should Mm -hmm. be my time with my child. And she's already been away at school all day. She's still young. And then she was doing homework Mm -hmm. and that was taking up a good portion of our evening. So just those things. And I, started praying and I prayed with my husband, but sending our kids to a private school at that point just wasn't in the budget. And so I, I was praying and the Lord is neat in how he works things because, uh, one day while the kids were at school, I was cleaning up around the house and getting ready to do dishes. So I turned on some the TV and was flipping through the channel to look for something and a talk show came on and I know I normally don't listen to things like this, but it caught my attention because they said homeschooling and they were really portraying it as being positive, which mm-hmm. took me by surprise <laughs> because a, a quick backstory there is my uncle and aunt were homeschoolers back before we had a word for it. Oh, wow. And yeah, back in the uh, late seventies and Mm -hmm. through the eighties and um, with my cousin, they had one child, very strong Christian family. And my family though, uh, an extended family were kind of whispering, Oh, they just don't want to send them to school. They Mm. just, they like to travel. So they don't want to put her in school and you know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I was jealous because <laughs> I had been bullied in school and yeah. I struggled with learning in a classroom environment, but I loved to read once I went home. And so I was jealous. Well, so that caught my attention when I heard that on TV. And so I left it on and was listening to it and did the dishes and kind of tucked that in the back of my mind because I, I still didn't think it was legal. Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize 
all the advancements at that point at the year 2000. Right. It wasn't popular. Right. (laughs) So I tucked that in the back of my mind and I don't know how long later, but I went to the store and they had a bookshelf there and I was looking through these books and there was a book titled something like 101 of your homeschooling questions answered or something like that. I wish Mm -hmm. I could remember. And I started kind of flipping through it, looking around, wondering, am I going to get in trouble for looking at something <laughs> like this? And so I decided I was going to buy that. And I put it in my cart underneath some other things and kind of secretly, quietly prayed that nobody would ask me when I was checking out anything about it, you know, that right. just scan it or they didn't scan, punch it in and, and, and we'd go on our way. Well, I'm putting everything out on the conveyor belt and she picks up the book and she looks at it with this big smile. And I'm starting like, I'm waiting, you know, what's she going to say? And she says, do you homeschool? And I said, well, not yet. Um, I'm praying about it. And she smiles and she goes, you should, you should. I wish I would have been homeschooled. My mom homeschooled my youngest sister and she's in college now and she's doing great. And she knows so much more than I did. And um, she was just, couldn't say enough good things about homeschooling. And I just felt like that was the Lord saying, Crystal, (laughs) you need to homeschool. So I talked with my husband and we prayed about it again and took the leap and haven't looked back. That's wonderful. Now, during this time when you were making the decision, if you wanted to homeschool, were you currently a military family then? No, not at at present. Okay. So, so tell us how the military experience has affected your homeschooling. Oh, oh, that's a great question too, because I don't think we could have been as I don't feel my children would have been as well adjusted as they Mm -hmm. are had it not been for homeschooling my husband had been in the military he was in a break in service Mm -hmm. which is why we weren't at that point and then um so long story short he's in the service again and um we're moving around and it just gives us stability Mm -hmm. because because when you're a military family and your husband gets orders to go to an, a new duty station. Right. And if those of you that are listening, is that what it's called in the army duty yes. station? Okay. Um, we have a, a active duty military son in another branch. So I wanted to make sure I was calling it the right thing. Correct. So when you get orders to move to a new duty station or a new area and you have children that are in the public school system, then they're going to have to leave the school that they've been in move to a new area and enroll in the school where they're zoned for in that state. So depending on what type of service that your partner is involved in, they might get orders to move frequently. Have you moved? Has your family moved a lot, Crystal? Yes. We are at the point in my husband's career, they call it career broadening, Mm -hmm. but we move every two years on average. Oh, wow. So if you had a child in the traditional school system, they would be having to leave and re-enroll in a new school district every two years. Correct. If you want to stay with your spouse, I'm seeing a lot of families that will stay in one place for the sake of the kids so that they don't have to pull them out. But it, it 
it tears the family apart. Yeah, that's that's not ideal. So right. you're right. I mean, homeschooling allows you the benefit to be able to just pick up <laughs> and go and and go and keep your family intact and continue on with their education. It's really hard as a as a child. I changed schools and that was very, very difficult for me as a child. And you spoke about bullying and I've actually written an article for the Borough Pulse titled Public Schools, Are They Safe? And it's really a lot more common than people want to acknowledge that it is. And those are just the cases that we know of that have been reported. So I'm glad you brought that up. And there's some statistics. There are a lot of statistics in that article I penned. If you're listening and you're interested and want more information on that, you can find that article at borrowpulse.com or you can send me an email and I'll be happy to send you the link. But um, do you know how many, tell us what the homeschool military, um, the homeschooling military community looks like. About how many families do you think are currently homeschooling military families? Do you know? In the, my husband is an active duty chaplain. And so there among the chaplains, there are a lot, but Mm -hmm. according to the Blue Star Families Lifestyle Survey back in 2021, um, they found that 13% of military families homeschool, and that is actually two to four times the proportion of the general population Mm -hmm. and it's growing. Now that's what I was going to say. Yes. Because homeschool statistics now used to be two to three percent I think now it's up to 20 percent wow so yeah you're I'm sure you'll continue to see that grow as well for sure I think so because I think post pandemic Mm -hmm. um we've we've seen or I'm coming across a lot of families that saw what the public school system was like during lockdowns Mm -hmm. and decided they didn't like it you know um and they're just, it's a whole new generation of homeschoolers and Absolutely. we're happy to welcome them in. Absolutely. Now tell us, what are some resources that are available to military homeschooling families? Great question. Well, um, HSLDA has, which is the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. They yeah. have a military section dedicated to military homeschoolers and HSLDA is also a fantastic resource for military families because we move a lot. Mm -hmm. And so we do have to homeschool according to the laws and regulations where we're residing. Mm -hmm. Um, For military families who are listening, we understand that there's home of record or like this, the state that we claim that uh, we, or that we claim residence in Mm -hmm. tax purposes but we can't use that unless we're actually living there for homeschool purposes. We have to abide by the local laws. So HSLDA is great for a great resource for finding out what those laws are. And every move I've ever made, I've always checked them out beforehand, or sometimes we get to fill out a dream sheet Right. Yeah. Give our top preferences. And <laughs> uh-huh. so we'll check out the homeschool laws there first before we write it down. Mm-hmm. So that is a great resource. And then the, believe it or not, the school liaison on most military bases, they're not just there for the public school system. They're not just there to advocate for them. They are 
the ones I've come across have been amazing. Uh, just a wealth of information for military homeschool families and uh, places like Fort Hood, their mm -hmm. homes or their school liaison even has homeschool events that she coordinates. Oh, wow. For, That's for amazing. Military homeschoolers. So, and so get on their mailing list. If you know where you're going to be going next, I call it a virtual recon and I'll try to find out the homeschool laws and I will mm -hmm. get on mailing lists and, and, and into Facebook groups for the local area. And, um, I always visit the school liaison because they are, they're a wealth of information with the local laws, as well as groups that you can get involved in both on base and off base. And what a then, fantastic resource. And then the department of defense, the DODEA or DODEA, mm -hmm. they have a section called homeschool students. And I can send links to these for you if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so these are great resources to check out. And and my podcast, I do hope, will be a source of information and encouragement for homeschool families as well. Absolutely. And tell us tell us where they can, our listeners can find your podcast again. Oh, I'd love to. Militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. That's great. And I will have all of these resources that Crystal is discussing here on the show today linked. Um, over on my For Your Children Facebook page, so you can find those there as well. Tell us a little bit about some of the common struggles that you see um, homeschooling families, military families may be experiencing. Some of the common ones is um, for families who are getting ready to go overseas or OCONUS, Mm -hmm. They worry about whether or not they can homeschool overseas. And the great news is that in most cases you can be, and even at the local laws. So taking Germany as an example, mm -hmm. in Germany, it's by and large illegal to homeschool, right? But they are under the, the SOFA S O F A or the status of forces agreement. And that basically means that, um, they, they don't have a say over military families who are stationed there. Mm -hmm. And then we're allowed as American um, homeschooling fam military families, we're allowed to homeschool freely there. And that though, the, the catch with these countries though, is the, the family, the entire family, um, but the parent that's going to be doing the homeschooling and the children must be on their service member or sponsors orders. Mm -hmm. They can't just be, there are some instances. Um, I know of a family who uh, he was sent to Korea, South Korea, and they went with him, but they mm -hmm. weren't on his orders. And okay. so they could not, would not have been able to homeschool. They weren't a homeschooling family, but they would not have been able to because they weren't actually on his orders. So you must be on uh, your service members orders and the country must be under the SOFA, the status of forces agreement. Well, that little piece of information right there reminds us that we are very blessed to live in the best country in the world where homeschooling is legal in all 50 states because there are countries where homeschooling is not legal. Oh, amen. Yes. So now I know that you, your family also, you have adopted children, correct? Yes. 
Okay. Could we speak a little bit about that topic, an adoption and homeschooling and how that is looked through your, for your family? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> I have five children, mm-hmm. um, three of which are grown. The two youngest are still at home. They'll uh, graduate homeschool uh, in May. Oh, wow. So we're excited about that. But my two oldest daughters are biological. And mm-hmm. then my three youngest are adopted. And we adoption and homeschooling is such a blessing because Uh, Two of my children were adopted out of foster care. One as a fairly young uh, baby, he was five months old. And then my other one as an Mm 11-year-old. And and he came with a lot of special needs and uh, behavior issues. Mm -hmm. You would think that sending them off to school would be... Uh, a good thing. And actually that can make it worse because we, we did try that. And yes. uh, we just decided that homeschooling was the place where we could work on that and bond mm-hmm. and homeschooling allows you to bond, you know, yes. especially with the older kids, you adopt them out of foster care and real fast. I'd also mention that my, my daughter, my youngest daughter was adopted privately. So we've mm-hmm. done the, the whole gamut, right? But um, it fosters bonding and attachment and and not just between mom, Mm -hmm. but between dad and siblings. Yes, it it really teaches families how to be a family, because if we think about it, the way that the traditional school system is set up, it fragments the family because the family's all going in different directions for the majority of their day. So this, you're right, it gives you the opportunity to all be together and to learn to function as a family and to create those relationships with one another. Right. And especially when dad, or it could be mom, but um, if dad is going off, if he's being deployed or Mm -hmm. going TDY, and you see them even less, you know, the the military really is... uh, first it has got to come first mm-hmm. for the service member. Right. And so they may be taken away from the family for long hours or for days, weeks, months at a time. Mm-hmm. But when you're homeschooling, your kids can be home with the parent. Right. And you can temporarily stop formal schooling. Right. And you can be with that parent Absolutely. or they can take field trips with you or they can help with homeschooling or, you know, however that needs to look at that season of life, but it is just helps the family bond together. And my kids are so close Mm -hmm. and I believe it truly is because we were each other's friends through multiple moves Mm -hmm. and they're always together and they have a social life. You know, they do things with, with other homeschooling friends or in the church and, or chapel, you know, where, depending on where we're at, Exactly. But we are the, we're the unit that we're the constant. Right. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about this podcast you have. So it's devoted to um, military, homeschooling, military families, correct? Correct. Okay. Tell us a little bit about why you started that and what your goals are with that podcast. I'd love to. I started it and I really speak more to moms, but I would love for dads or even grandparents to listen in because I was a homeschooling grandparent for a while as well. That's great. 
but I started it because I really did find as a military homeschooler that I struggled to find resources mm-hmm. with people who understood what I was going through. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a little bit different than homeschooling in the civilian world absolutely. Um, because we do have different factors. You know, we, we don't get to choose where we move. We mm-hmm. can say we have a dream sheet, but <laughs> the, the military will still tell you where you're going. That's right. <laughs> and when your, your spouse is going to deploy and such. Mm-hmm. So I started that as really a source of, or at least my heart is for it to be a source of information but also inspiration and encouragement for military homeschoolers and any homeschooling family that wants to listen in because it's, it's tough and the devil wants to get in there and mm-hmm. make you think you can't do this. Yep. And they will tell you, you're not, you know, the devil will mm-hmm. tell you, you're not smart enough. Um, you're too tired. You've got too much going on. You can't handle this. Or, or maybe you're at a time when your spouse is deployed and you're basically a single mom. Mm -hmm. And so you think, Oh, it'd be just so much easier if I just put them into school for a while. You know, my hope is to encourage military homeschoolers to keep pressing on because it's worth it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Absolutely. To stay the course. So what would be the biggest piece of advice that you would give to military homeschooling families? Mm, that's a good one. Not to not give up. I think it was Winston Churchill that said, never, never, never give up. <laughs> and that's kind of been my motto, but it's the, the Bible tells us, you know, encourages us to keep pressing on because we're not focused earthward, you know, on earthly things, right? We're focused on the heavenly reward and homeschooling is eternal. Yes. And so Proverbs 22, six says to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. You know, so we can rest in, we do our best, but then leave the results up to God and he is faithful. So just rest in God and give it to him. And he is faithful to carry you through that. Absolutely. Now, before we go, tell us a little bit about the book that you wrote. Yes, I was actually a collaborator of many other military or actually army chaplain wives in writing a book called From Reveille to Retreat, The Journey of a Lifetime. And it's for um, army chaplain spouses or really any military chaplain spouse, but it's army specific. And this is really a book that it just helps chaplain wives because we are in mission with our chaplain husbands. Mm-hmm. And so we partner with them. And so we need to know what, what's the army etiquette, what's protocol. Um, how do we partner in that ministry, but understand that even though we were called to minister, that that's their job and what that means in being in the military. So like our, in the army, our chaplains are embedded with the soldiers. So mm-hmm. they actually go to war. They don't right. carry a gun, but they are in, in the trenches with them, you know? And so mm-hmm. the, the book is geared towards um, 
how to support our husbands in their ministry, and then also how to support the families that we come across that our husbands are supporting in, in the unit. And so it's kind of um, covers everything from etiquette to ministry and beyond. Well, what a wonderful resource. And then two, let's talk a little bit about this briefly because our listeners that um, aren't military families may not understand this. And you and I had spoken about it briefly before. You said to me, and this is so true, when one person serves, the whole family serves. So could you speak a little bit to that aspect of military life? Oh, thank you for asking me that. Yes. Because, and I feel so strongly about this, especially now after um, having been a military wife for so long. Mm-hmm. We often, and, and very appropriately to thank the service member, but the whole family serves. And really the service member is, even the military is only as strong as its weakest link. Mm-hmm. And so Years ago, they did start realizing in the military that families are important. There was a time way back when the families couldn't go with the service members. And so they would go to from duty station to duty station and the families couldn't, get, couldn't go with them. But they mm-hmm. started realizing that wasn't healthy for the service member. And so then families were allowed to go and thus then uh, programs started developing for the families and such. So the the spouse of a service member and the children and even the extended family, you know, mom and dad of that service member, they all serve too because when our service member is deployed, we're all worried, you know, our <laughs> lives revolve around the military. You oh, know, yes. Are they going to... We could get orders any day. We mm-hmm. don't, we think we know when we're going to get orders, but sometimes the military surprises us and moves us sooner right? or holds us back and we don't get to move as soon and as we had expected or wanted, um, doesn't always send us where we want to go. And sometimes it's a real sacrifice to the family. Sometimes we do have to be apart for months and you know, even a year at a time or frequently for days and weeks at a time. So it's the whole family that serves, you know, the children and the spouse and even mom and dad and the sibling, the extended sibling uh, family unit. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you so much for that, Crystal. And I want to thank your husband for his service, but also for your service as well. And all the wonderful resources that you are providing to military homeschooling families. Again, I will have all of Crystal's information linked. You can find it over on the Free Your Children Facebook page. If you miss some of those and need to contact her, you can send me an email. Crystal, can you give our listeners, again, um, maybe an email or a website where they can find you? Absolutely. So you can find me at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com and on Facebook or Instagram at Military Homeschool Podcast. Or you can email me at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you again to our sponsor, Safe Storage. If you have safe if you have storage needs, please reach out to Safe Storage. They're located in Columbia, Hohenwald, and Mount Pleasant. You can reach them at safestoragetn.com. And I would like to leave you with this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, 
then I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will hear and will heal their land. Second Chronicles 7, 14. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.